Hello, welcome to the Hour of Power presented by the World Mission Project together with City Victory Church. 60 minutes of God's Word, inspirational music, and live call-in prayer time from you and our listeners. World Mission Project is dedicated to reaching the lost and equipping believers for the work of the ministry around the world. We want you to know that Jesus has the power to save, heal, deliver, and bless you. Jesus has the power for every hour of your life. This program is presented first in English by our director, Brother Matthew Clark of the USA and the special singers thereafter in Luganda by Pastor John Wanderer of the City Victory Church. We invite you to call a friend and ask them to listen with you now. You can call us on 0774-45-1937 or 0773-1737-33 or 0777-35-8785. Remember, Jesus has power for every hour of your life. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Prophet Kelvin Davis. I have a word from the Lord on today. First scripture is coming out of Philippians 4 and 19. Philippians 4 and 19 is where I want to start. And my topic today would be God will provide. God will provide. Those that are listening, my brothers and sisters, I want to let you know that God will provide. Philippians 4 and 19 declares, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I want to let you know that God is a provider. That whatever you need, God will provide. But I want you to know that he will provide it by faith. He will provide it by faith. Everything God does, he does it by faith. Hebrews 11 and 1 declares, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. So if you want to please God, you must use your faith. And this is one thing that indicates that you have faith. If you get on a bicycle, it takes faith for you to believe that you're going to have the right balance to ride the bicycle. It takes faith for you to get inside of a vehicle, put your key inside of the ignition, and turn the key and for the vehicle to get you. To where you need to be. It takes faith to do that. It takes faith for you to get on the app land, to go to the next city or the next town, or the next state or the next country. It takes faith. But it also takes faith for you to believe that God will provide for you. Provide what, prophet? Provide whatever that you need according to his will. This is written by the apostle Paul, and he said, But my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I want you to know that God is a provider. You may be going through some things today and say, well, God, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I, I'm believing you for this or, or, or whatever your situation may be. And I want to let you know that God will provide for you. And there is nothing. Listen to me, everyone. There is nothing too hard for God. When you stand on God's word and you trust in God, God will come through for you. He says, but my God, when he says my God, Paul has made it personal and said, my God. That means that he know him. He had given his life to him. And he know that God will provide for him. Because when he says, my God shall supply all of your need. Everything that you need. Not some, but all. A-L-L. He will supply everything that you need. But what you have to do is you have to put your faith in him. So that you can say it like Paul says with conviction and from his heart. And say, but my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory. 
His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And God provides for you through Jesus Christ. Jesus has already paid the way for each and every one of us. And the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, he declares, amen, that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things shall be added unto you. Everything you need is in Jesus. But what you have to do is seek first the kingdom. How do you seek the kingdom? Seek God's ways of doing things. Seek God's way of how you should raise your children. Seek God's ways of where you should start a business. Seek God's ways about how you should pastor a church. Seek God's ways. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What do you mean his righteousness? Not our righteousness, but his righteousness. Our righteousness and filthy rags. He said, and all these things shall be added unto you. Which means that when you seek God's way of doing things, God will provide for you. God will make ways for you. And you might be in a place right now where it seems like nothing is going right. Seems like everything is going wrong. I come to ask you a question. Have you been seeking the will of God for that situation? Have you asked God to show you what you're doing wrong? Have you asked God to show you, amen, what it is that he wants you to do? Because when you say, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness and all these other things. If you go back and you read the whole text, when he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. He was speaking about God providing for them, clothes on their back, food on their table. Amen. And God will supply. God will provide. God will make a way. Amen. Glory to God out of no way because he's able to do it. God will open doors for you that no man can shut. God will shut doors that no man can open. Everything you need. He said, don't even worry about, amen, the birds, the lily in the field, the fowls of the air, how God provides for them. He said, are you, watch this now, uh, uh, he said, therefore take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we be called? Father, all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. God said, I, I know what you need. He said, your heavenly Father know what things you have need of. Verse 33 declares, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient to this even ever. What he's saying is that don't worry about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat. Amen. Uh -oh. What God going to do for you, God says, I will provide for you. I will make a way for you. He said, but what I need you to do is look to me. The Bible declared in the book of Psalms, lift your eyes unto the hills and we come at your help. Because all your help coming from the Lord. Everything you need is going to come from God. Everything that you desire is going to come from God. But what he wants us to do is in verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God. Seeking the kingdom of God. Seeking the very heart of God. Saying, God, I need your help. God, I need you to provide for me. I need you to provide for me and my children. Provide for me. Give my husband a good job. Give my wife a good paying job. Or bless my wife to be able to bear children. Whatever your situation is, God will provide. God will do it for you. But what you have to do is know that God is a provider and that God can do anything but fail. But what you have to do is put your faith in him. You have to believe and say, God, I'm stepping out on your word. I'm trusting in you. The Bible declares, amen, over in the book of Matthew chapter 14, where Jesus, amen, is walking on the water. Watch this. The Bible says that the disciples are in a boat and they thought they had seen a ghost. Now I'm talking about stepping out on faith. The scripture declares that Jesus said, it is I, be not afraid. Watch this now. The Bible says, Peter said, if it be thee, God, if it be thee, Lord, bid me to come unto thee on the walk. And Jesus told Peter, come. So Peter began to step out of the boat. 
and walk on water to go to Jesus. Now, prophet, what does this have to do with God with revival? I'm finna show you. God was showing Peter and the rest of them in the boat how to use their faith. He says, come. And the Bible said, Peter stepped out of the boat and walked on water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, that means that, amen, when you're using your faith, winds will blow. What you're saying, prophet, when you step out on faith, situations are going to occur. But don't lose your faith. Don't deter from faith because you are using your faith by walking by faith and not by sight. Peter stepped out of the boat on the word calm, and he was walking on water to go to Jesus. And the Bible declares that when he saw the wind boisterous, he began to take his eyes off Jesus and begin to look at his circumstance and his situation, and he began to sink. But I decree and declare right now that if you keep your eyes on him, winds will blow. Storms will rise. But what you got to do is keep your eyes on the Lord. The Bible declares in the book of Ecclesiastes, he that observed the wind shall not sow. The wind represents situation, circumstance, the economy looking like it's going to collapse. We're in an epidemic and pandemic where there's sickness over the land. But God still will provide. God still will make ways for you. God still is who he say he is. But what you got to do is rest in, amen, Philippians 419, but my God shall supply all of my needs. And you need to put that in your vocabulary to say and begin to decree and declare it out your mouth that my God will provide. My God will make ways out of no way. My God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The scripture declares over in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 33, amen. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, all what things he's going to clothe you He's going to give you food. He's going to take care of you. He's promising in his word. God promised in his word that he would take care of us. He said, all these things shall be added unto you. See, when you seek the kingdom, God going to add to you, people. He'll always add to you. But what he wants us to do is put our faith in him and to seek him. Jeremiah declared, amen, they'll seek God. With all your heart, you have to go out to God with all your heart, with the innermost part of your being, when you begin to seek God, amen. And I believe that right now, amen, that God is allowing me to talk with people who need this word and saying, you know what, man of God, I, I believe that God will provide. But it, it looked like over here in this situation that doors are being closed and I, I, I'm sowing seeds, but nothing is growing. I come to decree and declare that the rain is coming, amen. Not only is the rain coming, but God will begin to allow us been put in the ground to yield fruit glory to God and they'll begin to bud and bring forth a great harvest in the name of Jesus but God said I want you to look to me I want you to depend on me because I will supply all your needs you need to let somebody know today that God will supply their every need everything they need glory to God God will provide everything that they amen believing in for God to do for them that God amen will do it. Amen. Over in Isaiah 26 and 3. Isaiah 26 and 3. Amen. Is where we're going to be reading the next scripture. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3. Let me share with you Amen. what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. He said, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. I'm going to read it again. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. God says in Isaiah 26 and 3, I will keep you in perfect peace. He said, but I need you to keep your mind on me. 
Your mind had been in peace. Your mind had been on other things. Your mind had been on your circumstance and situation. So this morning, amen, I come to put your mind back on God. Today I come to put your mind back on God. Put your mind back on Jesus Christ, the one that hung, bled, and died. Put your mind on him. He said, I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind, watch this, is staying on thee. On thee is on Jesus. He said, because I trust in thee. God said, I'm going to give you peace. But I need you to trust in me. I need you to keep your mind on me because your mind has been on your circumstance and your situation. Your mind has been on, I have a loved one that passed away. Your mind has been on COVID-19 and, and vaccine. Your mind has been on it, but he's wanting me to tell you today that I want you to put your mind on me and I'll give you peace. Peace means tranquility of mind. And when that peace of God comes in, it, it, it takes some residence in your heart and in your mind, glory to God, so that you can know that God said, not only will I provide for you, but I'll provide peace for you. i give you peace even when you don't understand what's going on. You may have buried a loved one and you might be going through. I come to decree and declare that weeping may do it for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Why? Because my mind is on him. Father, I don't understand it all, but my mind is on you. Lord Jesus, I don't understand it all, but my mind is on you. My mind is, is on you, God, because I know you said if I keep my mind on you, you're going to give me perfect peace. Why are you giving me perfect peace, God? Because right now I'm in a storm. Right now I'm in a situation that I don't understand. So, God, I'm taking my mind off of what happened. I'm taking my mind off of the bad situation. And Father, I want to put my mind on you so that you can give me your peace. I give you my troubled mind and you give me your peace. You said, but I want you to trust in me. God said, I cannot give you peace if you don't put your mind on me. How do we put our mind on Jesus? Is by shutting off everything else and focusing on Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply all my need. Focusing our mind on Matthew 6.33 but my God, amen, he says, therefore seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. Seek God way of doing things. Isaiah 26 and 3 declare, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. And when you trust in God and you put your mind on it, God will provide for you. Oh, yes, he will. God will make ways for you. God will make ways out of no way. God will open doors for you that no man can shut. He will shut doors that no man can open. Glory to God. Uh, John 16:33. he's still talking about peace. This is what he said. He tells the disciples this. These things have I spoken unto you that in me, you might have peace. In the world, you should have tribulation. See, in this world, we're going to have tribulation. In this world, things are going to go wrong. In this world, things are going to look like God ain't even existing. But I come to tell you, he does exist. Because if you're saved, he lives on the inside of you. And if you're not saved, God still exists. And he, he want to, amen, give you that peace so that you can know him. He said in the world that you're going to have tribulation. He said, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. He says, now, I have spoken these things unto you that in me, he said in Jesus, Jesus tell the disciples, in me you're going to have peace. See, when you're in Jesus, you can be in a troubled world and still have peace. You can be in a troubled economy and still have peace. You can be in a troubled marriage and still have peace. You can be raising troubled children, but you still can have peace. Peace that God is going to save them. Peace that God is going to turn around. I feel the anointing in here. God said, in the world, you're going to have tribulation. In this world, you're going to have things, amen, that don't go right. He said, but don't let it rob you. 
of your peace, glory to God. And this is in red writing in the book of John, chapter 16, verse 33. He said, these things I was spoken unto you, that it made you might have peace. He said, but in the world, you should have tribulation. One thing about the world is always in tribulation. There's turmoil, amen. There's all kind of diseases, glory to God. There's famines. There's shortages on things, amen. There are people dying. That's tribulation, y'all. But in the midst of that, he says, I will give you my peace. In the midst of that, he said, I have overcome the world. So guess what? I got good news. If you in him and you have that peace, you're overcoming everything that's trying to overcome you. You have joy in the midst of a storm. You are using your faith and saying, God, I believe that you will provide. God, I believe that you will make ways out of nowhere. God, I believe that when I put seed in the ground, it's going to give for fruit. God, I believe amen, that my loved one got sick with COVID. I got peace that you're going to heal him. I got peace that you're going to raise him up, God. You raised Lazarus from the dead. I got peace knowing, like Mary Martha, when I call on you, God, you're going to come. You may not be early. You may not be too late, but you're always on time. Why? Because, God, your word says that your word will not return void, but it shall accomplish that which you please and prosper anything where to you send it. If you need his peace concerning the situation, Isaiah 26 and 3 declare that God will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on it. John 16, 33 said, these things I've spoken to you that in me you might have peace. In the world, you should have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You may be bound by drugs, alcohol, pornography, ungodliness. God will deliver you. I say God will deliver you. Whatever it is that got you bound, he will deliver you. He will set you free. Well, how do you know? Isaiah speaks about it in verse, amen, 61, and over in Acts 10, 38, said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about healing all that was oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. He didn't heal some. He healed all. He will deliver you. He will set you free. Those you might be oppressed of the devil. You may, amen, have seizures. You may have sickness in your body. God has already provided a way of deliverance for you. God, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with power and with the Holy Ghost, who went about doing good, healing all. Not some. He healed all that was oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Well, prophet, what do you mean that God will provide? He provide for you to be delivered from this. He, he will deliver you from the oppression of the devil. The devil oppresses with drugs. He oppresses us with smoking. He oppresses us with pornography. He oppresses us through sickness. He oppresses us, amen, through sorrow. He will deliver you. Somebody needs to say that out of their mouth. Say, God will deliver me. God will deliver my family. God will do it. How he's going to do it. But us putting our faith in Jesus. He said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good. Hitting all that was oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. There's some people you know who may be oppressed of the devil. They can't get ahead. It's like they got curse on their life. Every time they try to do right, bad stuff start happening. Every time they try to take one step forward, they get knocked five steps backward. I come to decree and the 
declaring you have to put your faith and trust in God and keep pressing on and keep going forward. Jesus is here to set you free. Isaiah 61 and 1 declared the spirit of God is upon me and God has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the sick. He has sent me to bind the brokenhearted and to set in liberty those that are captive and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Yes, he's here to do it because Jesus is the deliverer. He will set you free from every demonic attack. He will set you free from everything that got you back. Everything that's holding you back. He said, I come that you may have life, glory to God, and that you may have it more abundantly. John 10, 10, he declared the thief come. The devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. The devil is trying to steal your joy. The devil is trying to steal your peace. I hear God. He's trying to steal, amen, everything from you. But Jesus said, I come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. And God will provide for you no matter what you need, no matter what you want. Amen. God says in 1 Kings chapter 17, he spoke to a prophet, amen, that there was going to be a drought. And he fed the prophet through ravens, bringing him bread and flesh in the morning, bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. The brook was a place where he got his water from, but his food came from the raven. God supernaturally provided for the prophet. And if God supernaturally provided for the prophet Elijah, he will supernaturally provide for you and your children. He will supernaturally provide for you and your wife and your household. He will supernaturally provide. But you have to be able to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. You have to be able to believe that God will provide. I come to tell you today that God is a provider and God will provide. The Bible says, after his brook dried up, and the ravens, amen, stopped bringing bread and flesh in the morning, bread and flesh in the evening. The scripture declares that God told him to go to Zarephath. There's a widow woman. She's going to sustain it. And when he got there, the widow woman was gathering sticks. He told her to go get him a drink of water. And when she went and got him a drink of water, and before she went, he said, bring me a morsel of bread. She said, I am not. Okay, but I have a handful. I want to talk to people. I only got a little bit. So I don't have a cake, but I have a handful of meal in a barrel, little oil in the fruits. And behold, I'm gathering sticks that me and my son are eating and dying with me. She had a child. And the Bible said, he says, make me a cake first. And thus says the Lord God, the barrel meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day the Lord sent rain on the earth. And the Bible says that when she went and she done this, when she obeyed the man of God, when she gave him a cake, her barrel meal did not waste, neither did the cruise of oil fail. God sent rain on the earth. God provided for that widow woman because she sought, she seek first the kingdom of God. What you mean, prophet? She obeyed the voice of God. She kept her mind on God. Her mind was on her situation before the prophet got there. Her mind was on what she had until the prophet got there. But when the prophet spoke, she had peace. And, she provi and he provided. God provided because of she believed. You may need healing in your body. Isaiah 53 and 5 declared, he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our nickel. The chest tied people was upon him. And by his stripes, by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. You have to put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. You may be to a place right now where you say, uh, Prophet Kevin Davis, I'm lost. I don't even know who Jesus is. You can pray a prayer of faith right now by just simply saying, Father, I repent of my sins. Romans 10, 9 and 10. If we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, say this prayer with me if you want to be saved. Father, I've sinned. And I ask Jesus to come into my life. Save me. Deliver me and set me free. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10 declare, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, the Bible said we shall be saved. For with the heart men believe unto righteousness, for with the mouth the salvation is made 
by your confession. And if you say it, then you believe that. You say, God, thank you. I repent of my sins. I give my life over to Jesus. And I repent of all my sins. Jesus, come to my life. Save me. Deliver me and set me free. If you pray that by faith, you shall be saved. If you need healing in your body, put your hand right where the tumor is, right where the sickness is. I rebuke COVID-19. I rebuke cancer. I rebuke sickness. I rebuke tumors. I rebuke every demonic activity. I rebuke every day of our soul. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke it right now. And I speak divine healing. I command in the name of Jesus, that foul spirit to let you go now. In the name of there it is, receive it. There it is. Everything that's been held back, every sickness that's been hitting your family, I break that generational curse in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah. And I lose healing now. Put the blood of Jesus. Father, I stand on your word. You said you sent your word and healed them. You said in your word, Lord God, by your stripes we're healed. And I decree and I declare healing right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for right now that breakthrough is coming. That things are turning around for those that are listening right now. Miracles right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for it now. I bless your name, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for this anointing that you're letting your people know that you hear them when they pray and that they're giving their life to you and that the tumors are gone. Healing is manifested right now in the name of Jesus. I bind the foul spirit of COVID-19, the Delta virus. I break the power of it right now in Jesus' name. And I loose your power. I loose your anointing right now in Jesus' name. Those that are blinded eyes, I speak sight to the eye. I rebuke that deaf spirit that can't talk. I command that tongue to be loose now in the name of Jesus. The blind spirit, go now in the name of Jesus. I release the power of God in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless your name. Thank you, Father, that you provide salvation. You provide healing. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you and I praise you. If you would like to follow us on Facebook, my name is Prophet Kelvin Davis. Go on the Faithful Followers Evangelistic Ministry. Faithful Followers Evangelistic Ministry. Send us a friend request. Follow us. We thank you, Father, for this word on today. We thank you for those that got ear to hear. Let them hear what the Spirit of God is saying. I bless your name. I pray that this word will fall upon good ground and that it bring forth fruit, that people be saved, healed, delivered, and set free. May the rain come and that it waters everything that needs watering, that your protection and your healing virtue flow like never before. Thank you for miracles, signs, and wonders. Thank you, God, that you are a provider. Thank you, God, that you are a need meter. Thank you, Father, that you are a peacemaker. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us today for the Hour of Power presented by the World Mission Project together with City Victory Church. World Mission Project is dedicated to reaching the lost and equipping believers for the work of the ministry around the world. You can find out more about us on www.worldmissionproject.org, on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Or you can call us on 0774-45-1937 or 0773-1737-33 or 0774-45-1937.
0777-358785. Tell someone about this radio program and join with us again next time on this radio station. Until then, this has been the Hour of Power presented by World Mission Project together with City Victory Church. Thank you so much for listening. May God richly bless you. And remember, Jesus has power for every hour of your life. Play my heart